I'm not sure if I mentioned it before, but when my friend Clay Mason Bannerman and I want to impress our new lady friends, Tiffer and Mickey, we don't even have to take them to a restaurant. That's because we have an entire freezer stocked full of ButcherBox, and that includes high-quality meat and seafood that we can trust. It's so convenient. It's delivered right to our doorstep, and there's always free shipping. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Tiffer and Mickey love it, and so will you. At least one of them is always around asking when the new ButcherBox is arriving. Sign up at ButcherBox.com mega and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional 20 bucks off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com mega and use code MEGA to choose your free-for-a-year offer plus 20 bucks off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, listener, it's Zach Harper, Amin Al Hassan, and Anthony Mays of Cinephobe. You may be asking yourself, what is Cinephobe? Amin, would you like to fill in the people? Cinephobe is the podcast where Zach and I watch movies that are poorly rated on Rotten Tomatoes and try to ascertain. Oh, we're trying to well. ascertain? Yes. Okay. Ascertain. Whether or not they're accurately poorly rated, or maybe they didn't get a fair shake. Cinephobe, produced by this guy, Anthony Mays. Hey, that's me. I produced this show. I also watched the movies, even though that wasn't included in the description, and I also ascertained. Ooh. This month is... Wow! Oh, oh Mays, why'd you say that? Supercharge it. <laughs> so that this promo can remain evergreen. McCavity. I feel like explaining a little bit more. In 60 seconds? I don't know. Maybe I don't bring attention to it. Assuring people like, look, if you listen, you're going to get it. Just give it, give it time. That's a good promo. Just listen to it. Give it time. You'll figure it out. Is this the promo right now? Isn't it? Okay, I think we got it. Sit Where have you get podcasts? <laughs> Mega is an improvised satire from the staff of a fictional megachurch. I'm Hallie Labonte, and this is Mega, coming to you from Twin Hills Community Church. Ooh, every week we are out here giving our mega church a tiny family feel. We love to introduce you to members of our church staff and people from our community. It's a treat and a treasure. Per usual, I'm joined by my co-host. He's the youth pastor for our high school ministry called Climax. Please welcome Gray Haas. I'm down with G-O-D. Yeah, you know me, Hallie. How are you? <laughs> oh, so blessed. I'm so happy to be here. I mean, every day living with Christ is a, is a blessed day indeed. It really is. We are having a bit of a crisis, though, around here, I guess, or just a PR thing, wouldn't you say? Yeah, but nothing we won't overcome, you know, with the strength of Jesus. The power of Christ compels us to get through even these social media scandals, which are really 
you know, meaningless stuff people like to get all worked up about, I think. I know. If it happens on social media, I just don't even think it's worth paying attention to unless it's something, you know, about Jesus that goes viral on my TikTok. But in Christ specifically, just to give people an idea, I guess, you know, some silly blog is something dug up an old video of Steve from, I guess the it was probably like 2000. Oh, really? I thought it was about three years ago. Oh. But it's a clip of Steve rapping, which I think was cool, to a parody of Gangsta's Paradise, and he's singing Gospel Paradise. And it is fantastic, isn't it, Hallie? Yeah, back in the early 2000s, Steve did this awesome message. I think it was about three years ago. I'm looking at the timestamp. Our lead pastor, Steve, got up on a weekend service, and he had on this great knit cap and these um, long dreadlocks, and he started rapping to living in a gospel paradise. And it's like a Snoop song or something. It was popular then. Anyway, some social media people dug it up, and they've been making fun of him online. And it's just really a shame to see a man of God trying to be brought down for some dumb reason. I mean, it was relevant. That's the cool thing about a mega church is that we do things that are relevant to pop culture. And so if everybody is out there um, getting down to gangsta's paradise, well, then you're going to come to Twin Hills and you're going to see lead pastor Steve up there really, truly rocking it with living in a gospel, gospel paradise. paradise. I think that's a They totally only think legit. it's corny because it's from a long time ago, but he's doing things that are more relevant now because we keep the Bible relevant. Yeah, 2019 is a is is a blip on the radar. It's just something in the mirror right now. And I just can't believe people are calling it racist. People are saying it's tasteless. I just think they're jealous because you know what? The thing is, Hallie, pop culture moves on. Mm-hmm. But you know what? The gospel stays forever, doesn't it? That's right. The gospel is timeless. And I think of what the modern day you know, a uh, contemporary church is doing is showing the world how the Bible is relevant. Um, and it speaks into every aspect of modern day life, even though, you know, it's an older text. And so when we put it in a more modern vehicle, the message stays the same, but we just update the vehicle. I think it's just silly too, Hallie, because he's done amazing raps over the years that they would go after this one. I mean, if you dig through the archives, he's done ain't nothing but a God thing, you know, the Dr. Dre one. Yes. He did F the Pharisees. So cool. Um, I think the uh, Fight the Power of Satan, you know, the public enemy one. And then, awesome. um, and Juicy. Yeah, that's the thing. You can't make fun of Lead Master Steve for doing a song that is currently, you know, n- not hot in pop culture. It was at the time that he made the video or that, you know, that he did the sermon. And that's one of the things that I truly love the most about the timeless truth of the Bible, Gray, is that we can put it in a modern vehicle to let it speak and speak relevantly into the modern lives of believers. And well, you know, for everyone in the world, whether they believe or not, it's true for them. And, um, and, and it just proves when you put it, when you update it and you make it into a Snoop cover or, or even, you know, nowadays, you know, if you make it a Rihanna cover or something, um, it just shows that it's timeless. And all of these things that the Bible talks about still do speak into the modern life. And that's what I love about it. What the Bible says about divorce, what the Bible says about homosexuality, what the Bible says about all these different things. We have stuck to those and said, you know what, we might not like it. But it's true. It's in there. And that's what the Bible says about it. And, um, well, you know, except for maybe divorce, I feel like we really hold hard and fast to all those truths and really make sure everybody's living up to that standard. 
uh, except maybe divorce because, you know, there are a lot of church leaders who, you know, end up having to be in second marriages and, you know, get it right the next time and all of that. And so that one, I guess we've been become a little more lenient on, um, but boy, we really can't uh, let up on the other ones, uh, can we? All I know, Hallie, is that when Steve bust out that hat with the dreads on it, yep. it is going to be a wrap mm-hmm. and it is going to be a good service. It's going to be we're, good. We're going to have something to learn. Because I really value truth, misinformation really, really scares me. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis, and at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, you will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science as their guiding light. I really recommend the Jordan Klepper episode talking about creating comedy in the MAGAverse. Jordan's incredible. And I also really love the medical medium episode. It's really good. And not just because I've had my own weird experiences with mediums. <laughs> From exploring cults to analyzing our cultural and political landscape, the Conspirituality Podcast will help you stay informed against misinformation and resist fear tactics. Find Conspirituality on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Because I really value truth, misinformation really, really scares me. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis. And at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, you will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science as their guiding light. I really recommend the Jordan Klepper episode talking about creating comedy in the MAGAverse. Jordan's incredible. And I also really love the medical medium episode. It's really good. And not just because I've had my own weird experiences with mediums. <laughs> From exploring cults to analyzing our cultural and political landscape, the Conspirituality Podcast will help you stay informed against misinformation and resist fear tactics. Find Conspirituality on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just like Jesus is cooking up a feast for us when we enter heaven someday after the rapture, our guest today is cooking up some savory, wonderful bits of food and fellowship, I dare say. It's my pleasure to introduce to the program Miss Carlene Taylor. How you doing today, Carlene? Mm-hmm, just fine, thank you. How y'all doing? Oh, well, I'm hungry. I, you smell like um, sautéing onions and baking cake. I can smell the cooking coming right off you. Yeah, I've been in the kitchen all day, all morning. Ain't left one time. Oh, wow. I'm so... I'm, that's making me hungry. Well, Colleen, it's so exciting to have you here. And I want to get into a little bit of what you're actually doing there in the kitchen. Because as you know, we have a food court here. They make all kinds of awesome food. We've got a... We've obviously got a Chick-fil-A. And we've got, uh, you know, the Asian sensations. And we've got all the different stuff. But what you're doing is really going back to your roots, which is uh, dishes, I guess, 
prepared in a homemade kind of way. Is that Ooh. right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I ain't going back nowhere. I'm right here standing right in front of you. One thing. And all that food court stuff ain't doing nothing for me. You understand me? Okay. You hear what I'm saying? Uh-huh. All that food court stuff. Why do I want that for church? That is not nourishment of our bodies, like the Lord said. Okay. Ooh, okay. And I so what like kind of things are you are you cooking these days? Yeah, what's okay. your specialties? Well, I'm preparing a menu right now. <gasps> a menu. Ooh. Okay. So y'all going y'all going to be able to taste a lot of this, all right? We got some fried okra. Oh, wow. I've never had. We got butter beans and rice. Oh. Okay. Stuffed merlitons. Okay. Y'all know what that is? Uh, I no, I've never even heard of it. I don't even know yeah. what word you said. You Yankees up here in Indianapolis. Uh-huh. You know what the root word of Indianapolis is? Uh, Independent? Indy. Indian. Oh. Indianapolis. Oh, okay. The city of Indians. Okay. Oh, Indians. A lot of this is Indian food. Oh. Is that right? Oh, and so the, mm-hmm. and the orca that you're making, is that kind of like the whales or whatever that they the Indian tea. Oh, that's not orca, son. Oh. That's okra. Oh, okay. Okra. Oh, I'm sorry Where about do you that. get that's a okra? It's a vegetable, okay. Absolutely, it grows. Where do you get it? It grows right out the ground. Right out the ground. That's where you get it from. Right out the dirt. Wow. What, and how do you prepare it? Do you fry it? You do can you... fry it. Okay. You batter it and fry it. You can boil it. It gets real slimy when you boil it. You got to season it real well. Okay. If you ain't sneezing, it ain't seasoned. Okay. You understand that? Yes, yes, I do. Okay, so I and I just want to ask you, uh, Colleen, because you, you, you're saying a lot of words that I've both uh, heard, sort of heard, and also never heard. But what I want to ask you is about the just the quantities of food that you, you're going to have to prepare to feed so many people here. I mean, you, you, you're kind of doing potluck style, I think. Uh, I saw you set up a table there in the food court. Um, but are you, are you finding yourself to be a bit... Uh, stressed when it comes to how many people actually pass through every day. Child, I'm too blessed to be stressed. Hey. I got a pan of this, a pot of that, and a pound of those. Wow. And that's how much we're doing. All right? Everybody's going to eat. Ooh. Everybody's going to eat when Carlene's in the kitchen. Now, where are you from? Your voice sounds weird. I'm from Australia. And Where's that at? Okay, if you go, well, it's... That's outside of Texas, ain't it? Well, they, uh, it definitely is outside of Texas, yeah. Um, down near, I guess it's south to you all, but really, uh, you know, if you put Australia in the center of the map, you all are actually northeast from us, so... Um, northeast, or, or south, and a little bit or southwest. North, southwest, yeah, west, it, depending on yeah, which way you're I'm, looking at. I'm from, yeah, I'm from Australia, anyway. Yeah, it's an oh, island. I know what that is. Mm. I know what that is. That's where them kangaroos over there be fighting people. That's yeah. Right. yeah. Let me get my hands on a damn kangaroo. Oh, some oh, of really? them are prison strong, though. They're ripped. Prison strong. That ain't nothing to me. Oh, really? I was married to a man for 57 years. Is that right? Oh, well, and, is and he I'm with so, the Lord? Is he with the Lord now? Yeah, I, I don't know where the hell he at. Oh, no. Probably out in some ditch, drunk. Oh, no. Whoa. Well, really? I'll tell you what. If there's one truth in the world besides death and taxes and, I guess, the love of Jesus, it's that uh, the way to a man's heart is through his belly and... And so with the way you cook, I bet you're having to beat men off with a wooden spoon. Let me tell you this. He was getting his belly filled up all over town. Oh, no. Oh, really? Oh, mm-hmm. it creeps the heart of A God. lot of people were cooking for him. Mm-hmm. And I stuck with him all them years. Oh, oh, no. Then all of a sudden, he wanted to go to the bank and cash out all my CDs. Oh, no. oh really? What kind of CDs were you listening to? It's not music CDs. The bank accounts. Oh, oh I see. Keep up, oh, son. But what kind of CDs do you listen to? I listen to uh, Rants. Huh? You know Rants. No. Reverend Rants. Okay. Oh, yeah. I listened to Aretha Franklin, okay. her gospel album. Mm-hmm. Patti LaBelle had a gospel album. Mm-hmm. Very Christian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very Christ-centered. I think Aretha Franklin's dad was a pastor. She's a preacher's kid. Absolutely. Reverend C.L. Franklin. Oh, that's, that's right. so cool. That's right. Well, and I do want to ask you, Colleen. Uh, the... Why you ask me all these questions? I ain't got all the time for all these questions. I got to get back in this kitchen. Yeah, you got something oh, on the stove? Right now? Yeah, what's on there? Yeah, what is cooking right now? Mock Joe with sausage. Okay. Oh, 
What's that? You don't know. You ain't never heard of that. It's like a succotash. Okay. Whoa! What's succotash? I thought that was a cartoon character. Mm-mm. That's a corn dish. Is that? I got to keep right. up. Oh wow! I love corn on the cob, especially here in Indiana. It's so good in late summer. Mm-mm. With a lot of melted butter, I'll put Parmesan cheese on there. Now, are you a purist when it comes to corn on the cob, or do you get down with all the spices and such that you can put on there? Child, butter and salt is all you need. Oh, is that butter right? and salt on that corn on the cob? Oh. That's all you need. And, wow. and I understand there's what you have one piece of signage uh, next to your, your little table there that's got all the crock pots and everything on it that just mm-hmm. says no substitutions. And I did want to ask about that. What does what does that exactly mean? Don't be coming in here and asking me to build no vegan meal, no vegetarian meal. Don't be coming in here and asking me to take out some of the butter, take out some of the salt. I don't do no measurements. All the measurements are from the Lord. Oh, okay. You got Ooh, that? Oh, an intuitive that. cooker or a Holy Spirit cooker, I guess we should say. And do you have children? 13. 13. 13 mm-hmm. kids? Oh, really? oh, how are you still Let me go through. Let me go up. through. Let me see. I had my oldest boy in 59. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had my oldest girl in 61. Okay. And then I had another boy in uh, 63. How many is that? That's three. That's three. And okay. do, do you? Do I had you just go by, twins in '65. And do you go just by the years, or not? Or the names don't really matter at this point. Mm-mm, not yet. I'll get back to the names. I'll name them all at the, on the second go round. Okay. I had twins in '65. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. Now where are we at now? Five. So right. I think five. Yeah. Okay. I had triplets in '68. Oh wow! You mm-hmm. are a fertile myrtle. And it did not run in the family. Had never heard of triplets or twins in in any of my lineage. Whoa. Really? Okay. It's a miracle. Now, in 71, I had nothing. You had nothing? A boy. Oh. A boy in 71. Okay. Oh, I thought you said 71, none. I I had another one. Oh. Another. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's nine. That's nine. And that was a boy. Okay. That was a boy. But, you know, he's trans now. Okay. I'm dealing with it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. In 80. It was a long break. Wow. Yeah, that man stayed off of me most of the 70s. That's when he was doing his dirt. Right. Because your first one was in 59. Isn't that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 80, I had a girl. She wasn't them old lesbians. So both of them came back to back. Oh, my goodness gracious. Mm-hmm. That's 10. Well, I blame the 80s. 83, I had another boy. Oh, don't tell me. Another gay one? Mm-mm. No, he all right. 84, I had another one. And 85, my last one. Oh wow. wow! And all the same, uh, all from the the husband that ended up in a, in a ditch. All from him. Wow. wow! All from him. And you never lost one. Uh, yeah. Oh no, three of them are dead. Oh no. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh I'm sorry about that. You know they got into that stuff. You know what I'm saying. And was that the triplets? The, the triplets all died at the same time. They all got they all got hold to the wrong stuff. Wow! I try are... you try you try to raise them all right. They all raise under the same roof. Yeah. And 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 some of them go this direction. Some of them go this one. I got a lawyer. I got a doctor. One of my sons went to the NFL. That's the trans one. Oh, wow. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's fascinating. Yeah. Wow, that is so cool. I think that football knocked it into him. Hmm. And I guess I would ask their names, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm not sure if we even need to. Although Okay, I'm... we're going to go back to the beginning. Okay. In 59, I had Sasha. Okay. Oh, yeah. 61, Bobby Jr. 63... What year did I say that was? 
I'm getting old, child. That was the triplets. That, now, why y'all asking me all these questions? I got stuff on the stove. <laughs> oh, yeah. And anything in the oven? The, tri- the triplet, the twins was in 63. Oh, okay. And what are their names? Bobby. Okay. The second. Okay. And Bobisha. I love okay. that. Then the triplets came along. Oh, wow. Bobby the third, fourth, and fifth. Easy peasy. Mm-hmm. Keep it easy. Um, R.I.P. I got to get back to this stove now. What else y'all want to know? I think it's cool that the triplets arrived together and they left together. They did it mm-hmm. their way. And I bet they're having a blast up in heaven together. Oh, they are not in heaven. Oh, they were bad. No. Oh, I'm so sorry. They were bad news. Oh, I'm so sorry. Couldn't do nothing with them. Oh. And, and I, I just have to imagine that having 13 children was so much work. What was it about just, you know, your relationship with Christ and Jesus specifically that really really just kept you going because you seem like a woman who uh, has really endured. Christ kept me on their ass. I tell you that much. And it didn't help me none because you see how all of them ended up. Now, I do have a couple of successful ones, like I said. The youngest one, born in 85, that's Michael B. Jordan. Really? Oh, my mm-hmm. goodness gracious. Yeah. He's the actor. Yeah, he's Creed. He's, the actor. He's Creed. A very handsome man. I watched all of Creed 2 through two airplane seats with no sound, just watching it over somebody's shoulder who had ordered it on a Delta flight, and I sobbed uncontrollably. Very emotional, that Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. He emotional, as right? As well as muscular. Looked just like his damn daddy did in 58. Is that right? Really? That's how I, I had my legs in the air. Now, I, is Michael B. Jordan saved, if that's not too personal a question? I tried, child, but he out there in Hollywood. I don't know what they're doing Oh, it's there. a wicked uh, place. It's a wicked mm-hmm. place. You know it is. And, I mean, what a miracle that you were able to have children beginning in the late 50s all the way through the mid-80s. Amazing. I mean, I would say God is uh, definitely working miraculous things in your life. Oh, oh yeah. Definitely. I could probably still have one if I wanted to, child. <gasps> That would be, you would be like Elizabeth in the Bible who had some geriatric term. Now, I just wanted to ask, or I guess I wanted to offer you a compliment. Mm -hmm. I think you are such a good Christian wife that you stayed with that man. uh, Even through a decade of his dalliances, you stayed with him. And I just really want to applaud you. Um, That is a God-fearing wife right there. I did, child. I'm not proud of it at all. Don't applaud me for nothing. And in fact, boo me. Boo me. I'm not proud of it at all. Yeah, I definitely don't. I won't boo. I don't want to boo you. I mean, that. that No, I think you're a hero. Um, But uh, but I will. I'm not a hero. I'm a villain. Is that I'm trying to think of opposites. Oh. Because I do not deserve praise for staying with that crazy man. Put me through hell and back. That's why if I go to hell, I'm not even scared. Because I already was married to Bobby's for all them damn years. Right. Are you interested in being set up? Do you like to get out into the dating pool? Child, I ain't got no time for these men out here. I ain't got no time for these men. I got something on the stove right now. your way up from wherever you were were with Bobby to Indianapolis and how did you find your way into Twin Hills Community Church which I just think is such an awesome place for a lady like you uh, even though we don't have a lot of ladies like you in fact I would say you're kind of the only one well he came down here to work for Lucas Oil Mm. okay I raised all my kids up here we from Alabama oh Alabama what's that like oh child it was dusty Dusty. Dusty. Dirt everywhere. But a lot of great Christians there, I'm I'm Mm -hmm. told. Rats the size of horses. And were there any Christians there? Of course. Everybody's Christian in Alabama. Oh, Oh, that's great. Oh, thank God. Even if they don't practice it. Oh, that's awesome. Big old rats ain't Christian, though. 
Now, I do, uh, and, and I do wonder, what is it about making food that you really feel like is your calling? Well, somebody got to eat, don't they? Isn't that right? Look at you. That's Look right. at y'all wasting away. What are y'all, a couple of vegans? Ah, never. Oh. Right now, I'm just um, pretty much eating only lean protein, uh, and that's all, I can, uh, that's all I can really stomach right now. So, in fact, I'm doing a venison powder that's great that I just mix in with my shakes before I go into uh, do CrossFit. And I eat mostly white things. I have toast for breakfast. I have like a pasta for lunch. And at night, I usually have maybe like a chicken and rice with maybe some white cake after. I got, some, I got something for both of y'all. Yeah? Okay. For you, Mr. Uh, Venison Powder Man, I got some deer stew. I'm going to bring it over in a Tupperware. Oh, okay. I've had the same Tupperware since 1978, so give it back. It is stained. Okay. But don't mind that. It's clean. Okay. You give it back, Gray. Does it, Yeah. I, 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 I've noticed all your Tupperwares out. I, I, I like that you said uh, when, you, when you were giving out some Tupperwares as people were going that they, they actually should keep the food that you just wipe them down. You don't wipe, wash them with soap. Isn't that right? To just keep the seasoning in it? You got to keep that flavor. They just like cast iron. Oh. Tupperware is just like cast iron. People don't know that. Oh. People don't even know that. Wow. I didn't know that. Oh, I, I, mm-hmm. I would like to try that. And um, what about for Hallie? What, what would she eat? Yeah. Oh, oh, what? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I'm bringing a big old bowl of grits to you. Grits? Oh, can I get cheesy grits? I like cheese in anything. Yeah, I'll bring you some cheesy grits. Oh. Grits, egg whites with a little bit of yellows in them. Ooh. Turkey bacon. Ooh, you're an angel. That's fantastic. Now, do you ever relate directly to Christ? Because he fed the 5,000, and here you are feeding people every single day. Do you ever feel like, you know, it brings you closer to Jesus of Nazareth? I damn, they had 5,000 kids from damn Bobby. It probably had me laid up all the damn time. Probably felt like you were feeding 5,000. I can't imagine having that many houses, kids in the house and having to have groceries in the fridge. Have mercy. Tell me about it, child. And, and how did you end up at Twin Hills in the... Because did anyone actually ask you to start making this food? Or was this something that you sort of took your own initiative? I have been making food at this here church since 1986. Really? After I had my last child, Michael B. Jordan. Oh, he's and, so handsome. And I do want to point out, if, if people don't know your food, they definitely know the car that you drive because uh, what is that, a Cadillac? Um, I just know that the license plate says uh, Miss Thangs. Is that right? <laughs> yes, Miss Thangs. <laughs> and what are the things that are on your um, hubcaps that are like spinning in other directions and such? That's- that is a 1984 Oldsmobile Delta 88. Wow. Okay. And it in a, in a light pink color, I guess. Mm-hmm. My son did that, the one before Michael. Oh. oh uh, you know, he called himself a rapper. Oh, oh wow. Really? And he does auto paint, too. Mm-hmm. When it, when it, when it did it without my permission, I let him borrow the car one day, and I came back looking like that, looking like a damn fool driving down the street. Now, what do you tell your son, who's a rapper, about the rap culture? You know, it can be pretty... Uh, you know, uh, uh, hedonistic, sinful. Um, you know, it can be a kind of a selfish lifestyle. You brag about how much money you got and how many women you you got into bed, and and that women aren't eh, aren't anything of value and all that. Well, I, I tell guess him, the church kind of says the same. I thing. tell him he's a damn lie. That's what I tell him. He ain't making no damn money. Still living at the house with me. Shorts be so damn crusty. Ain't no women coming over here. His sh- I'm still washing his damn shorts. His shorts are crusty? Mm-hmm. Oh. Why are they crusty? Oh, wow, yeah. Did he get some like flour and, and butter spattered on no, him? While ain't no cooking? flour and butter in that. Body butter. Oh, no. Baby butter. 
Oh, goodness gracious, to still have young men in your house, that must be hard. His ass ain't young. I had him in 81. He's 43 years old. And he's he's, he's still trying to rap. Mm Mm-hmm. Still trying to do it. Wow. Got my car looking around here like a damn fool. Is anything, I mean, I I don't know much about the Indianapolis rap scene, but is there one? Not much of one. Can't name too many rappers from around these parts. They here. I don't know where they at though. And, and would you have any advice for people that might have still still have a child that's living at home into adulthood that you could that you could give some words words of encouragement because I think mm. a lot of people might you know we probably have some listeners that that could use that. Don't be like me. Put poison in this food. <laughs> well, I feel honestly, Carlene, like your. Um, that your uh, family food home cooking fellowship table has really been taken off on Sundays, too. Because, you know, we've got thousands of people coming to the main auditorium and emptying out through the atrium with where your table is. And uh, I, I, I tell you what, I feel like you've been making out like crazy now that uh, there's a Chick-fil-A in the food court that isn't open on Sundays. So everyone mm-hmm. sees a Chick-fil-A, but it's all dark because it's Sunday. And then there you are set up right in front of the Chick-fil-A with all this home cooking and dumplings and, and the scent of food wafting through the atrium. It is, I think you're a genius. Mm-hmm. I usually run out pretty fast Yeah, with a pot of this, a pound of that, and a pack of those. Like what, what do you charge for like a small styrofoam cup full of homemade gumbo? What does it go for, for instance? Eight dollars. Oh. That's a steal. I make plates. Fish plate. Today is fish plate. Oh, okay. Two pieces of catfish, one piece of light bread, macaroni and cheese, collard greens. Oh, wow. I like that, but I don't know what collard greens are. What are those? Greens that are colored. Oh. And and when you say a pack of those, I did notice that you were selling menthol cigarettes. um, I do. The ones I smoke. The ones Jesus smoked. Oh, is that right? Adam smoked it. Adam lit up a menthol cigarette with the burning bush. Really? I just didn't mm-hmm. realize. I didn't know that. I didn't. And I, you know, I was surprised when I saw those. I didn't even think they were legal anymore in the state of Indiana. But um, uh, apparently you can still get them. Yeah, there are other states surrounding Indiana hmm. that you can get them from. What about that story in the New Testament where the disciples were in the upper room at Pentecost and all those flames appeared over their heads? Do you think they started lighting menthols off of those Holy Spirit flames? Absolutely, they did. Oh. They don't want to tell you that in the white man's Bible. Oh, wow. Is there a different Bible other than the white man's Bible? Mm-mm. They don't let you see it no more. And this has been a f- fascinating chat, and I had a few more questions. Ain't no more questions. The- no more questions questions damn it jeez that's the problem with y'all white folks today you want to know everything but don't listen to nothing okay i got food on the stove right now i ain't got nothing i, I got things to do today now do y'all want a plate or oh, not please please uh, i would love when it looks so good yeah i'll, I'll take a tub of oh i'm drooling 15 dollars each Carlene Taylor was played by the lovely Carl Tart. Ooh, I do just love him so much. Watch him on Grand Crew on NBC and check out his hilarious podcast, XOXO Gossip Guys. Follow him at Damn It Carl. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie LeBont, and Grey Haas was played by Greg Hess. Follow us and Mega the Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. And if you really want to get out of hell free card, support us on Patreon. The link is in the show notes.